From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, November 22nd. I'm Sarah Reif. The Board of Supervisors adopted a map reconfiguring the county's district boundaries at a special meeting last week. And wildlife organizations are offering to help after a mountain lion killed two goats on an outdoor school campus in Anderson Valley. The redistricting effort is a follow-up to the census. It's meant to even out the population numbers so there's no more than a 10% variation in the number of voters in each district. That's to ensure fair representation, as is another top criteria, to avoid splitting communities of interest. Since the last census, the 4th district has lost population, while the 3rd has gained. An early draft of the map proposed moving Laytonville from the 3rd to the 4th district, but the community did not support that suggestion. The 12th draft, which the Board of Supervisors adopted unanimously on Thursday afternoon, moves Bell Springs Road and part of Spyrock out of the 3rd and into the 4th. And the Brook Trail's boundary is shifted to the east. But the Russian Gulch boundary will stay where it is, and Southern Casper will remain in the 4th. Some more complicated multi-district shifts took place in Hopland and Southern Ukiah. In an effort to make the 5th district more compact, part of Hopland is now in the 1st district. Leif Farr, the county's mapping specialist, explained some of the Tetris-like rearranging that went into redrawing the map. Sometimes two of the top criteria were at odds with one another. One of the other difficulties that we looked at was trying to get Hopland out of the 5th district. There was a lot of public comment about making the 5th district more compact. The obvious was the, the Hopland area being more inland. Its community of interest is more focused on the Ukiah area and the, and the inland agricultural communities. So we were able to um, move that. Uh, at first, we just had the Hopland area along Highway 101 and came out and picked up the town of Hopland. We zoom into Ukiah. There was an attempt by the Citizen Advisory Committee to try to stretch this out and pick up some of the western hillsides. That's as far as we could do without getting too many people making the population of the second district too large. There was also a, a lot of concern about taking some of these areas that are basically urban and adjacent to the city, but outside of the city boundary and get those into the second district. Um, unfortunately, there's a, there's a highly densely populated areas. This area right in here, we Citizens Advisory Committee tried to put that in the second district, but there's over a thousand people in just this just this neighborhood right here. We did manage to pick up some of these neighborhoods here between um, State Street and the airport and um, this area around Norgard Lane down to Plant Road. Um, again, these are more densely populated areas, but we're able to get that area into to the second district. Unfortunately, this area here is just as, you know, their, their community of interest is the second district as well, but there's just too many people there. Um, we'd be taking too many people away from the fifth district, and then we'd have too many people in the second district. Supervisor Glenn McCordy noted that the new map consolidates an agricultural community of interest while preserving a multi-party alliance in terms of water interests. I'm glad that we have the Russian River Villages all together, communities of interest which are Hopland, Talmadge, Pell Palarogood Valley, Potter Valley. And finally, I'm glad that the 5th District still comes down into the, the Russian River watershed because I think having three supervisors working on uh, and aware of Russian River issues makes, makes more of an impact to Mendocino County uh, with that configuration. McCordy serves with Supervisor John Haschek on an ad hoc committee to come up with non-lethal solutions to conflicts that humans and livestock have with wildlife. The board has voted to terminate the contract with USDA Wildlife Services out of concerns that too many wild animals were being killed. 
During public comment, Louise Simpson, superintendent of the Anderson Valley Unified School District, told the board that she had a problem. I've contacted each of you via email regarding a mountain lion strike that happened on my school farm Monday evening. Two goats were killed and dragged to the fence as well as a third injured. I am super frustrated with this process for support. Um, I've reached out and spent two days on the phone. I was able to get a hazing permit, which allows me to make loud noises at a mountain lion. Um, I wanna stress this is an outdoor classroom. This is a place that students frequent when lambs are being born, when they're feeding animals over the holidays, when there isn't a lot of traffic. And this is a severe safety issue. The uh, support that I've been given on this is build a bigger fence, a 12 foot fence or build a bigger barn. Well, that's not feasible. My school district is going to be operating at almost a $400,000 deficit next year. And I need some real time, real solutions to keep my students safe. Dr. Quentin Martins of Living with Lions, a research and conservation group in the Myakamas Mountains, called to caution that killing a big cat could create a territorial vacuum that often results in more loss of livestock. Although the school is in a populated area, he said its location at the confluence of Mill Creek and Donnelly Creek also makes it a prime thoroughfare for mountain lions. He suggested involving students in an educational project to protect the livestock. Dr. Michelle Lute, the National Carnivore Conservation Manager for Project Coyote, said she's already working with Haschak and McGordy on the non-lethal program. She applauded Dr. Martin's idea, sympathized with the superintendent, and offered to help. You know, I hear the, the superintendent's concerns about uh, limited resources and how much she can change the setup, but I just assure her that there are resources to help uh, address the situation. And I like Dr. Martin's idea of involving the kids in, in potentially a new project that would enhance the fencing, um, enhancing security in a number of different ways. And so we can definitely talk about um, how we can all contribute and pull our resources and our expertise to address the situation. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.